Hello, and welcome to Belong, Become, Be Sent, Rock's new podcast. Um, I want to introduce Dodger Vaughn, who's here with me again. Hi. We are your hosts. My name is Noelle Mash, and this week we have McKenna Spence again and Emily Sleeth with us again. Hello. Yeah, so we actually asked Mac and Emily to come back um, kind of strategically here since Noelle and I are going to be out of the country next week. Um, Mac and Emily are going to be hosting the podcast. Uh, yeah, there you go. So you guys get some different hosts next week um, while Noelle and I travel. And um, I actually want to take a second and, and just share about that because I think that'll be a good introduction to the topic for the day. Yeah. Anyways, um, so... Um, you probably heard us talk over the last couple of weeks um, about several times we've mentioned uh, Crossroads Missions. Mm-hmm. And so um, Crossroads is actually a big ministry partner with Reach Out on Campus. Um, we've taken many, many mission trips with them. We've served a lot of time um, in New Orleans at, at that field there. Um, Noel actually was an intern there this past summer. Yep. And then the summer before, she worked with Crossroads Missions in Appalachia. Um, we've Noel and I have both done the Help Build Hope projects mm-hmm. through Crossroads Missions as well. And so kind of one of the only fields that we haven't got to visit yet um, is the Crossroads Mexico field, um, which is in Piedras Negras, Mexico. And so we're going to be traveling there next week. Um, we sent Noah on ahead, um, basically told him, you know, fluff my pillow, get things ready for me, you know, <laughs> make right. sure, you know, all those important <laughs> things. That's, that's why we hired Noah. But um, anyway, so he's actually already down there. He's hosting a group down there this week. He's working for Crossroads. Um, um, you can Piedras. mention, like, that we, we met Noah through Crossroads. Yeah, so uh, the Crossroads and Rock Connection has been a, a very good connection for the Ministry of Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, not only have we, we been able to send out several of our Rock students to serve with Crossroads, but um, we've actually you know, gotten several interns from Crossroads Missions yeah. as well. And so, yeah, well, the first time we met Noah Mulvaney, uh, who's now our associate campus minister, was on a mission trip to New Orleans. And uh, he was an intern there with Crossroads. And um, I think it was about a year or so later, we offered him an internship here with the campus ministry. And he came up in the spring of 2018 mm-hmm. uh, to serve as our intern and then came back on his staff. and. Yeah, we're so that it's it's been a really cool um, connection for reach out on campus to have. Yep. And so, um, so we're we're looking forward to going down there um, next week and and to seeing you know what Crossroads does in Mexico. Um, I, I I know that one of the cool things that um, I'm hoping to to get a better understanding on is um, the ways that that ministry um, is. Um, working with the refugee um, population down there. I know that's a big thing because it's a border town. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of people down there waiting to get into the United States. Um, And so uh, it's a real humanitarian crisis right now. And so um, I'm excited to to see the ways that ministry is um, being the hands and feet of Jesus in, in, in that population of people. So um, so that actually transitions us well into this week's topic. And um, the topic for today is just going to be missional communities. And so um, maybe that's not a term that you've heard before if you're a listener. Um, we actually just taught through this a few weeks ago. Um, we were drawing from a book called Surprise the World. And um, so but I remember like sitting, we were doing the Lemonade Outreach earlier this month, and, and I said, we're going to be teaching on missional communities. And one of our students said, well, what is a missional community? And I was like, wow, that's actually, that's a great question. So mm-hmm. um, that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to ask, um, you know, Noel and Mac and Emily, um, in your own words, 
Tell me, what is a missional community? Um, so when I was looking through our questions for today, when I saw this one, I thought, what came to my mind was a community of believers actively pursuing opportunities to tell others about their faith. Um, that's like the most concise way I guess I could put it. What mm -hmm. do you guys think? Yeah, I immediately think of mission trips and like the groups you go to help there and the people that are helping, but that's just definitely a part of it, but yeah. not all of it. Mm -hmm. You can do it like through rock here on campus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. It's like the it's a community of people that like not only get together to worship Jesus, but like actively try to go and um, bring people in or share the word with other people, mm -hmm. whatever way that's through either mission trips or even like you said on campus stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know one of the things that we we talk about a lot when we're on the mission field is you know of course people go down and they're already mission minded. They're there because they want to share about Jesus. They mm -hmm. they want to serve people. You know they want to be in those positions where they get to do that, you know, whether it's through labor or through like outreach. Um, and then we have this habit sometimes of like, as soon as we get in the van to drive back home, we go, okay, well that that's over now. But really, you know, the, the idea and the heart behind a missional community is that, that the mission really never ends, you know, mm -hmm. that, that we're missionaries to wherever we go, you know, whether it's here on campus, whether it's at our jobs, um, you know, when we're playing sports with our friends, like, you know, every place is an opportunity um, for mission. So, um, so throughout the, the course of the teaching, um, as we were talking, you know, about the book, Surprise the World, um, the author has an acronym that he uses um, for the five habits of highly missional people. Mm -hmm. And so the acronym is BELLS, B-E-L-L-S. And so, Noelle, will you kind of lead us through what the, that acronym is and how we see that applied. And then Emily and Mac, you guys can jump in and we'll talk about after that, we'll talk about like, how have you all been doing this since you know we've gone through the teaching? Yeah, so like he said, it's BELLS, B-E-L-L-S. Um, so the B stands for bless and it's bless three people within your week. And then E is eat with three people in that week. And then listen for the Holy Spirit is the first L learn about Jesus is the second L, and then the, the S is be sent to where God has placed you. Um, so it's just like something to keep your, your head in the right headspace during your week to active be, actively be pursuing um, others in your walk with Christ. Yeah. What do you guys think? How have you, how have you been able to do some of these things since we went through the teaching? I definitely need to work on it. <laughs> I have it on my uh, bathroom mirror, this little paper that you gave us at mm -hmm. Um And I definitely read it when I remember it's there, but now yeah. that it's been there for a while, like just get Start ready. Start forget, yeah. Uh, but when I do see it, like I, I, I try to think about it throughout the day. Definitely yeah. easier said than done with everything going on, but something I need to work on. Yeah, well, no, and, and I think, you know, it's something that all of us need to work on. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be honest, I don't have that down pat perfectly mm -hmm. either. Um, there's days I do better at some elements than the others. Um, there's days and weeks that like I just flat out stink at some of those things. Yeah. So yeah, no no shame here. <laughs> so. Yeah, same here, I put mine somewhere that I was like, I'm gonna look at this every day. But I literally <laughs> just fly by it and I, I'm like, okay, I should probably move it every week or something, I don't know. But um, I the thing I did like right after that uh, crosswalk when we got the piece of paper, 
is um, I started one of like the Bible app things that like reminds you. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like maybe you should read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I've been trying to stick with that pretty well. That's like the only thing that yeah. I've done. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's like I said. It, it's a process. You know, we're all trying to figure out how to do that. Um, one of the things I did want to point out, um, the first two points, the, the bless and the eat with um, points, um, kind of the, the qualifier for that is, you know, they want, the author wants us to do those two things, you know, to three different, for, for, for th- sorry, spit out there, <laughs> for three different people each week. And so the um, qualification there that he says is that one of those people has to be somebody within our community because you know being a part of a missional community means that you're investing in mm-hmm. that community. Um, but then the other part of that is that one of those people has to be somebody outside of faith community. So there's the missional component of that. And of course, then that only adds up to two. I'm I'm that good at math that I know that only <laughs> ends up to two. So that means that the other person could be either or. Um, but it, it helps to keep that focus of like yeah you know like we need to be investing in our community, but we also need to be looking for ways to to grow the kingdom, to expand outside of just, you know, the, the people within the ministry of rock or our mm-hmm. church or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, so so those are the, so that's the acronym. You know, well, I didn't get to talk. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so um, I guess for me, the eat with has been the hardest for me. I mean, like I eat with people. Um, Come to Taco Tuesday. I yeah. should come to Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> Emily has a thing in her apartment called Taco Tuesday. And they keep asking me to come, and Tuesday's my only off night. <laughs> but I, I know I should come. Um, but I've, the blessing thing, that's something that like I was doing before this, trying to, I guess, when I see an opportunity, be more bold to try to bless people in different ways, even the, like whatever small way it could be, um, like opening a door for somebody or something, anything like that. Um, but I guess learning about Jesus, I've been keeping that one more in my head, like when I don't want to go to Bible study or I don't want to do certain things, because even though this semester has been like a lot easier, um, I guess that's made me more lazy in those respects. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've been trying to think about that a lot more. Yeah. I guess I eat with three people a week. Yeah, I kept, that's hey, literally I like the best part of your taco Tuesday. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and bells. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, and you know, we laugh about that, but that is true. You know, like, mm-hmm. You're able. You know, that doesn't mean that if you're going to eat with three people, you have to make three different lunch dates yeah. or three different dinner dates. You know, if you're eating with, th- you know, three or four people at Taco Tuesday, you know, and and obviously, <laughs> in addition to the lovely tacos that you're having, you know, <laughs> there there needs to be some intentional conversation yeah. there. You know, like because like you know, I, I'll speak for myself, but I know like I can go to lunch with somebody and talk about like everything. We can talk yeah. about sports. We can talk about the weather. We can talk about you know, and not have the conversation about faith Mm -hmm. and so of course if it's somebody within the rock community it's easier to steer the conversation that way right Mm -hmm. you know like hey tell me about you know how how are you in jesus you know how's how's the struggle that you're you're struggling with right now um but sometimes it's harder when somebody outside of faith community to start that conversation Mm -hmm. with them Um, but i think it's important that we have that intentionality um when we eat with people that we don't just you know Oh, hey, that was a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, the tacos were awesome as always. I'm not picking on Taco Tuesday. I think it's an awesome thing. You know, no, I'm really not. I love tacos. So, um, but yeah, so we, we need to make sure that, that you know, they're 
we're doing that with intention. Yeah. So, um, so that actually kind of transitioned us to that to the next question there. Um, so, what do you think it is that sets a missional community apart from other communities? Like, how are the priorities different? How how you know are the things that they're doing different than like maybe other communities that you've seen? I guess you could use Rock as an example. Like, um, we could just have crosswalk and like the things we do together, like just hanging out and stuff. But we have that uh, be sent part of it, and yeah. like to reach out to different people. And we have all those outreaches that we do. And um, I guess that's what makes us a missional community is mm-hmm. the outreach and stuff we do. And I guess like that can correlate to other communities also. Sure. I guess like it's like an intentionality to reach out um, because like you said, we could just keep it all to ourselves, um, but I think we want to share what we have with others. With that uh, chart that was up during Rock, I should have, or Crosswalk, I should have brought because I wrote it on the back of one of the pamphlets we get, but it had like the four, there's like missional community and then like the other three. One of them was Holy Huddle, which yeah. was a really funny name. Yeah. And, um, I feel like that's like the most like of course comfortable one because you're just hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with like a missional community, it's like the one that puts you the most out there. And I forgot the question, but that is the end of my statement. Yeah. <laughs> that that was a very well answered, you know, answer to a question you didn't know. But yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, so um, so as you're thinking then about um, you know, and, and I think Emily, you know, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but um, as you're thinking about a missional community, what are some ways that you've experienced being a part of a missional community um, through Rock? But I mean, like, if it's through your home church, you can share that too. Like, what are some ways that you've been able to, like, do something and look back and go, wow, this is what it looks like to be a missional community, or this is what it looks like to live on mission? Mm-hmm. So. With my uh, prior church, I got to do the. We were. I was at a Lutheran church, and so like the ELCA Evangelical mm-hmm. Church Association. I don't know if that's what <laughs> that was good. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> um, we got to. I got to go to Detroit, and um, that was super cool. And we. Uh, the thing I remember the most. I don't know why. Is we got like a lot of land, um, and we had to clean it out, and we just found like, who knows what. But that was like probably the like. Uh, dirtiest thing I've done on like the mission field, and it's like the one thing that six sticks my mind, out. But that probably actually helps them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I wrote down kind of like. Um, we go to lunch with new students, but we also go to lunch with our friends and stuff. But I think going to lunch with new students, um, like that's what got me into rock was Mm -hmm. um yeah i had been to an an event previously but just going to lunch with um daughter and courtney um knowing that they wanted to hear about my life and stuff i think that's a really practical way to learn about somebody and be able to share your faith with them um and obviously i've been on a lot of mission trips with rock um and just doing like you said like the dirty work or even the like lesser stuff we painted a building for like the whole summer this summer with Crossroads, <laughs> the same building. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, um, even though it was tedious and stuff, 
Um, that was just a great way to be able to bless that church that we were helping out. Um, we also worked with the homeless, which is, I mean, all the things that I got, that I've done with Crossroads are things that you can do at home and things that we should be doing back at home. And I think that's a lot of what mission trips are about, um, is learning the skills to be able to take back home and to live on mission in your community. Mm-hmm. I really like the outreaches we do. Like some people think it's weird that we just sit out there and hand out lemonade or whatever <laughs> we're handing out that day. But, um, it's even if they don't come into rock we give them those little papers with usually like talking about rock or just like jesus and christianity in general and um that can plant a little seed yeah. in somebody's head and i think that's a really good way to do it too yeah well i think you know, talking about the outreaches you know people ask you know why do you do that all the time? you're always giving out cookies or lemonade or hot dogs or something mm-hmm. you know and it's it's amazing because like again we don't always get to see the fruit of that you know like emily said but you know I'm always surprised by how many people genuinely want to know why are you doing this for me? Like yeah. when they, the, their initial reaction is, what's the catch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do I have to sign up for something? Do I have to join your club? Do you to, and you're like, no, like, you know, we just, we just want to give you, it's a hot day. Here's some cold lemonade. It was mm-hmm. the world's hottest day. It really was. Like, <laughs> it, so really was. <laughs> it really was. So we were definitely meeting a need, but um, you know, it, Again, like people just want to know, like, why are you doing this mm-hmm. for us? And so, um, again, I think that's a, an awesome opportunity, you know, to shift the focus outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I know it's easy. I think for I'll speak for Rock, like it's easy for us. Like one of the things that we do well is community, and and it'd be really easy for us to be that holy huddle yeah. that Mac was talking about. And like, man, we could hang out in the Rock House. We'd have the best time. We'd have some really challenging Bible studies, and we could all grow. But not the same way that we grow when we're sent out yeah. to impact other people. And, and that's how, you know, not only we're going to grow, but they're going to grow. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's, that outreach is, is good. And, you know, say all, everything that you guys talked about, all really good stuff in ways that, you know, simple ways that we can, you know, be missional. You know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're going to lead this big revival here on campus. Yeah. You know, but if you make a difference in one person's life, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, even that outreach that we do just impacts like one or two people, then it's then it's a success. You know? And I think, too, we've talked a lot about like reaching out to others, but you can be missional. I mean, in your own missional community yes. by encouraging others and things of that nature. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So we're going to actually throw back to last week's topic, which was fear. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think as Christians, anytime somebody says the E word, and everybody knows evangelism, right? Everybody instantly, like, you know, they start getting nervous, like, oh, no, like, I'm just not a good evangelist. And, um, you know, I believe that honestly is probably a lot of people's biggest fear. Like, how do I talk to people about Jesus? How do I how do I share my faith? And, um, you know, obviously the things you guys have been talking about are really practical ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you think, how do we overcome that fear? Because that's, you know, the underlying emphasis here with missional communities is that we are reaching out and we are evangelizing people. So how do we overcome that fear in order to truly become a missional community? I just mentioned this at Bible study the other night um, to the ladies that me and my mom were talking the other day and she had mentioned something about, do you have any like friends from your classes that like you've met in your class and you're still friends with? And I was like, no, not really. Which she like, she said, isn't that the best part about college? And to me, I was sitting there, I was like, well, I mean, kind of, but 
I have a really hard time with that because I should be able to talk to people about my faith um, in my classes, and but I really haven't done that. It's been really, really hard for me. Like you can hide so easily in a class, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, there's so many people that I come in contact with on campus that I should be reaching out to. So I'm just I'm trying to push to be bolder to new people on my own because I, I mean it is easier to do it with other people and that's a that's a good way to overcome the fear is yeah. to invite someone along with you to be able to talk to people about your faith yeah and I think you know when you're talking about inviting other people being there you know when we do the outreaches we're not there alone yeah and you know it's always <laughs> well we're, we're again we're an interesting community yeah so a lot of times like we're having so much fun like a lot of people come by and be like are they drunk like no <laughs> No, they're they're stone cold sober right now. Yes. But um, you know, like it, it's it's just a fun environment. Like mm-hmm. you know, really, a lot of the rock community looks forward to doing the outreaches yeah. because we know that it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Not only is it a good opportunity to evangelize, mm-hmm. but we have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, Emily Mack, what do you what do you all think? How do we overcome some of those fears? I'm always afraid I'm going to say something wrong. Yeah, me too. I don't know why, or like they're going to think I'm a weirdo or something, which I shouldn't care about that, but I think definitely knowing that it doesn't matter what they think about you when you're saying, like trying to evangelize with yeah. people, it's just, I don't know. It's definitely a fear of mine, and I have a hard time doing it with people I'm close to already. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's harder to do that than um, with strangers. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess I didn't really answer the question. No, you didn't. Yeah, no, we we are afraid. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like, Scripture is also really, really clear that we could have the most eloquent words in the world, but it's not us that change somebody's heart. It's it's the Spirit. So, you know, like, honestly, those connections that we make with people and even the people that ultimately end up in rock, you know, they might have been invited by you, Mm -hmm. you know, but the life change that's happening is not... Because oh I'm awesome or Mac's awesome or you know, whoever like well Mac is awesome, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because the Holy Spirit's been working on that person. So yeah, we can take a little bit of the the burden off of our shoulders with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes we just have to be put in the place you know where we are willing to talk to that person. I think a way to overcome it too. Um, I think Annie or Kara said I can't remember, but. Um, not being afraid to tell them that you'll get back to them on something, yeah. but being intentional to be able to actually look into it and get back to them um, is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know for me, when I say something like, I'll get back to you on that, um, like I have every intention of doing it, but sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that can be detrimental sometimes. Yeah, I've had this happened like on accident because so friends I do meet in class and I'm really close with the mm-hmm. friends that I did meet and um but I never like talked about Jesus or anything with them but it has come up because they know I go to rock and they mm-hmm. know like I talk about my church all the time back home and they will ask me questions just because they know I'm in the community mm-hmm. and I guess even just um just your actions I think is yeah. one way to get over the fear of speaking those things mm-hmm. is, like first just act in a way that they see um, like the joy you have yeah. because you're in that community. The behavior is consistent with right. what you profess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that though, people never ask like the, like, the nice questions. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, exactly. Why is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. That's what happened too. One yeah. of my friends asked me something so out there that I was like, 
I have absolutely no clue, but I'll try to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that does happen, you know what I mean? And typically, you know, that's they're, they're struggling with something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think a lot more people, if, if, if a lot of people are just genuinely interested, why, why do right. you believe this? Like, why? Why would you do these things? Why would you know? Why would you go to rock? Why would you stand out there and hand out hot dogs at the Halloween block party? You know, they they just are genuinely interested. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like if there's somebody that's struggling in their faith, you know, it's the whole like goes back to the whole like how do we answer the question of why do good thing or why do bad things happen to good people? You know, that's usually one of the big things that people want to know. Like why would God allow this to happen? Um, and so that can be intimidating. Um, and but you know, again, it's it's all right to say sometimes like, hey, look, I. I don't know right now. Like I, you know, like I don't have a perfect answer. And like honestly, most of the time people aren't looking for yeah. like you know the perfect answer. They just want to know like, why do you believe in spite of you know these things? So yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, and anything else on that? You know, how do we overcome the fear of evangelism? Okay. Good stuff. All right, so um, each week we go back to Scripture, and um, we start looking at um, the scriptural basis for the things that we've been talking about that day. And so um, today we're going to be looking at Scripture that supports this idea of living a life on mission. Um, and so first Scripture we have up is Matthew 28, 18 through 20, and I believe Emily's got that for us today. It says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Good stuff. I think it's important to, like, like this is one of the most important verses yeah. in the Bible, in my opinion, because I think we forget to be a missional community sometimes, mm-hmm. and we do want to be just the holy huddle and... I think it just tells us, like, don't get comfortable. you got to go out and be uncomfortable sometimes. Yep. All right. The next up is Acts 17, verses 26 and 27. And Noel has that. Okay. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined a lot of periods in the boundary and sorry, the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, yet he is actually not far from each one of us. Um so we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, and we were talking about how this is saying that it's not an accident where you're placed in the world and who you come in contact with. And we need to take all the opportunities that we have with those people um, to share with them the most important thing, and that is your faith. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last up is Romans 10, verses 14 and 15, and Mac has that. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring the good news. Good stuff. And do you have any thoughts on that one? I didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like this scripture, obviously. But uh, I think it goes along with like the, how we just talked about like fear. Mm-hmm. And like, how, how, is, how are the people who were like afraid to tell like about Jesus ever going to know if we don't get over that and even if um, we are nervous or even if they don't want to hear it 
you're still like how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news like in the eyes of god no matter what if the person that you're trying to tell is like nah nah man um <laughs> it's still like the best thing you could possibly be doing sure yeah i think you know all three of those verses you know as you guys are reading through them you know definitely helps us understand that the responsibility is it's on our shoulders i think a lot of times you know we sit around we thinking thinking you know god would, would you just send somebody to my friends would you just send somebody to this group of people would you just send somebody and i feel like you know those all three of those scriptures answer that question I already have you know god saying i already have yeah. i sent you um you know a lot of times we're looking for you know a missionary or professional like minister or speaker somebody to come in and it's like hit them with the truth and you know make them cry stuff like that but mm-hmm. like really you know we are the people who are most effective in reaching those groups you know because we're a part of those groups so uh, yeah good stuff that reminded me of a song um i don't know what it's called but the singer is like um talking about how we ask god like all these questions about why aren't you there? Why aren't you there? And then he goes, I made you. Yeah. And that's like the Matthew basis. West. Yes, yes. I can't think of the song, <laughs> yes. but I love it every time I hear it. And it, it's really convicting. Do because, something. I think his name is yes. song. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. There's the anecdote that reminds me of, but I don't, I've never heard this song in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the, the guy's drowning in the ocean and then a boat comes by. Yes. And he's like, nah, God will save me. And the boat comes by and he's like, nah, God will save me. And the guy drowns. And he goes, God, why didn't you save me? He goes, I sent you two boats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that, except your friend's drowning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're waiting on another, a bigger boat a bigger to boat. come yeah. get your friend out yeah. when you're entirely possible. And yes, I just looked at that song and yeah. it is Do Something. So yeah. you should look it up. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's honestly, if we had to go back to an anecdote, it's like Jack and Rose at the end of Titanic. Would you know Jack could have been up there on that piece of wood, but yes. Rose let him drown. <laughs> All right. So on that note, any any closing thoughts um, about the topic today of missional communities? Okay, I'm getting a lot of shaking hand, heads. I think I, um, I think we've gone through it pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, I think yeah, you guys had some really good insight. Appreciate you know you guys and just you know. Uh, everything's you shared here today and same to you buddy oh thanks i, I just i'm just the guy that asked the questions but yeah. so um so as we wrap things up today um as always we want to close out in a time of prayer um we'll be praying for our community praying for our campus um and then you know again any specific needs that you all as our listeners want to send in we're always happy to be praying for you as well mm-hmm. um so of course you know on a personal level, we'll be praying for Noel and I um, and Noah as yep. we travel to Mexico. Noah's already down there. Um, and then we'll be traveling back next Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, just pray for a good week down there. Um, pray for our ongoing partnership with Crossroads Missions. Um, you know, that's, again, been a really, really fruitful um, partnership for us. Um, speaking of missions, um, we have we just announced last night at Crosswalk that our winter break service trip is going to be to the Mountain Mission School in Grundy, Virginia. And so we're really, really excited about that. And I know one of our supporting churches is already committed to come with us. And so um, should be a really, really nice group going down there. So just be praying for that trip, um, praying that God's preparing the way ahead of us and uh, just preparing us to go down and, and to serve. Um, 
I think be praying for our campus. Um, lots of things going up. Homecoming is happening this weekend. Um, that's a big, big time uh, here for the university. So just be praying for things like safety and uh, just for all the people who will be traveling back and forth. Um, Halloween, um, OU definitely has a reputation for being a party spot and Halloween being like one of the big ones. And so that's why we're engaging people yep. um, for our hot dog outreach. We'll be um, handing out hot dogs at the Halloween party. Again, not to not not to endorse any of the behaviors that are <laughs> going on there, um, but just to help people. Hopefully, like you know, giving somebody a hot dog, you know, helps them get home safely. Yep. That it's been a, a worthwhile investment for us. But like, hopefully, like people see that they're that God loves them, you know, mm-hmm. even in the midst of their brokenness. You know, God still loves them. So, I'll be praying for that. Uh, any any other prayer needs you guys could think of? Along with Halloween, um, there are a lot of. Um, staff at the university that help out with yes. um, keeping safety of the dorms and all the areas on campus so um, safety for them as well sure um uh i got a message from somebody in the rock community okay whose, uh relative is in the hospital okay oh yeah yeah anything it is this is week seven uh, at the university, oh, yeah. so yeah, midterms are happening. There's a little bit more stress in the air. You can tell it as you walk out the doors of the Rock House. It's almost palpable. So, uh, <laughs> so be praying for the students as they uh, go through midterms. So, mm-hmm. anything else? If not, so. Noel, will you close us out? Yep, definitely. Dear God, thank you for bringing us here again this week. Um, I think we've had a, a good topic and discussion and um, thank you for leading us through that and please continue to be with us as we have this podcast from week to week Um, I'm going to pray for the prayer requests that have been mentioned today Um, first of all going to Mexico um, Noah's already down there and me and Dodger will be leaving on Saturday Um, please be with us to have safety um, in the air and while we're down there um, and help us to have a good week with open hearts and open minds and um, just be able to live missionally while we're down there um, and be able to bring it back home to the community. Um, Please also be with the crossroads relationships that we have with all the different fields um, and be with um, the leaders in those fields because um, it can be stressful to be leading a mission um, even though it is definitely a great way to live and um, I mean I loved it when I was in those fields. It can be super draining um, having to um, be the leaders there and always have projects that are going and everything. So always be with um, them. Um, I also want to pray for our trip to the Mountain Mission School coming up in January. Um, uh, just prepare us and prepare the way, the way for us to go and help us to have safety and um, help us to um, raise the money to be able to go there. And I also want to pray for the leadership there. Um, I know that they've had just some um, changes with the president um, or principal. I don't know what they call it, but um, please be with the new leadership that's there that um, they can be um, doing what is pleasing to you. Um, Please also be with um, OU and homecoming this weekend and all the things that come with that, the safety for people traveling um, and for our students and um, during the game and all the festivities. Um, Just be with everybody there that um, just that they would be safe and be able to um, live their lives for you during that. Um, Please also be with Halloween that's coming up. 
that can be a crazy time here and just be with us as we have our outreach during that time and be there with people to get home safely and all the people who are there um, to keep everybody safe that um, you can just be with them. Please also be um, with, I'm not sure who has relatives in the hospital, but um, whatever's going on there that you can give them comfort, um, the relative and also the, peop the family um, with whatever's going on there that they can have comfort and um, know that your hands are in it. Also, um, please be with us as we go through midterms, this being like the half semester mark, um, that stress levels can be low and that we can be prepared for those um, tests and everything. And um, thank you for getting us this far into the semester and um, help us to finish it out um, greatly as well. Um, thank you for being you and um, thank you for giving us a good day with sunshine and even though it's October. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right. Well, again, we want to thank everybody who tuned in to listen today. And, of course, want to thank Mac and Emily and Noelle for being here. And uh, I'm excited to hear your podcast. Yeah, man. So, I mean, <laughs> no pressure. But now, listen, I, I know it's going to be great. Um, they've done an awesome job um, in the in the weeks that they've been here with us. Mm -hmm. So, I'm excited to hear what they discuss next week. And um, again, thanks thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you guys again real soon. So have a great week, and we will talk to you all later. Bye! Bye.